welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're now listening to the Vanity Ultra Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Mr. Kenneth Kirk. I'm the motherfucking guy. Just <laughs> the motherfucking fitted boy. The boy. I'm him. It's me, the doctor. What do they call a dentist? A doctor? No, it's me. <laughs> What's up? It's your boy, Elijah. And yo, man, episode 28, we're back. Um, you know, we've been away for a few weeks. It's a bit I say, I know I've been away. I'm just trying to get my favorite, favorite strength. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but yeah, uh, yeah, man, we uh, we gonna just chat it up for you, uh, for a little bit. Um, you're so like what? You're, yeah, and uh, we're just gonna uh, for the <laughs> next, uh, we're gonna chat it up for you. Nah, man, I just gotta let the what I gotta they, you know we're chatting already. We are chatting. We're already chatting. We are chatting away. So we we have a great guest for you guys coming up in a few minutes. But before we do that, we're gonna you know talk the shit a little bit. Um, Our f- shoot the breeze. Rest in peace, Issey Miyake. Straight up. Rest in peace, Issey Miyake. Rest in peace, Bill Russell. Oh yeah, that did he did die. Yeah, man. Doesn't he like ha- have the the record for like the most championships or like some he does. Shit. Yeah, man. he was playing. Was he the only black guy like in the league at that time or something? Uh, was that, like, his, yeah, was, like, yeah. Was, he was fame. playing around that time where yeah, it wasn't a lot of so blacks. Can, like, so can we? What can we really like? He's how many? He has what seven championships? He has tw- eleven. So like, come on. Hey, yo, you wild. <laughs> yeah, granted, he wasn't playing against, like, LeBrons yeah. and Currys and Tim Duncans and shit, but... Hey, man, he Billy, had... He, Billy from Minnesota who can only shoot in <laughs> the summer because the snow. Somebody named Billy Hoyle. <laughs> like, yeah, straight up, dog. But, nah, he left a great significance on the league, and, you know, his presence was definitely well known. What did, he, what did he get known for? What was his specialty? Um, was it the hook shot? Who was nah, that? that's Kareem. That's definitely Kareem. So, who was the yeah. one that did the finger roll? That's Dr. J. Under the rim, you mean? Like he did, like I don't fucking know. Okay, see this where like yeah. This is the disconnect. My basketball but, knowledge. But, is... Nah, but we we hooped the other yo, day. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. For you li- for you listeners out there, me and Elijah were hooping a few weeks ago. We were on the same team. Everything. We was literally bro. I don't think we dropped a game, did we? No, we didn't lose <laughs> once. Like that's what I'm saying. Wasn't like, because of me. That's for bro. Sure. We were setting screens. Yeah, you no. were. Bro, driving to the lane like yeah, with no man. like hesitation, hey, just man. like hey man, I, mean, I I see what needs to be done for the team. Hey and man, I do it. You know what I yeah. mean. So as uh, what's uh, what's his name uh from the one Drink Champs podcast, Noriega. Noriega. He says when it comes to playing basketball, especially with your homies, like you gotta trust the nigga. Like you <laughs> gotta you gotta trust you gotta trust yeah, your, your counterpart, up. man. Yeah. Like when it I comes trust to hooping. you, you were hooping. You're Yo, Kenny, guys. Man. Kenny is really good. Hey man, you don't no no no. Let's. I haven't hooped really? in like two years, bro. And like you rolled your ankle. You were going hard, bro. Yeah, I rolled my ankle. I got right back <laughs> up. I was like, <laughs> dust it off. Dust it off. Did the the walk away? Yeah, I he was, had on a full fit. He had a. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have he a had, what do you? You gonna lie? I had on some. You like, didn't have the fit on. I had on. He some pulled like, up all black with the AOD New Balances on, ready yeah, to hoop. That's right, and and I had a headband on. Yeah, I I wasn't playing no Dude, games. The thing about so I don't like ever play basketball like that. Like mm. I realize like. That shit is gross. Oh, with like, yeah, that's the, like the sweat. Like I like like what's that movie? Um, fucking, uh, I think it's Chuck and Larry get married or the oh movie yeah, where like, like dude Kevin, has shot it and like he, like dude yeah chest, right like, into, yeah. that really happened to me and I had my man sweat <laughs> on the <laughs> side of my face, dude. I yeah, had this like pause time out. I have to go wipe <laughs> this off. He's like, I need yeah, a towel. That shit was disgusting. But, but nah, was, that was dope time. though. I, I, time. Man, I missed it, man. Like just when I was playing, we were in the process of just playing in the game. Yeah. I was like, damn, bro. I uh, I, was, I missed this. I was fucked up though. Like I was destroyed the next day. What? What do you mean? Like just from like sore from like all that uh, energy. Like, yeah. like running is one thing, but like bro, running, he was running all over the place. He was just bam, zoom, zoom, yeah, zoom, bro, zoom, jumping. Like, I got hops too. I got hops. Yeah, you do got hops. I got hops. You got hops. I got hats. I got hats. Come on, come on. I felt like, <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Days before, and shout out to our previous guests that we've had on the pod, Mr. Joe Kenneth. Days before, I watched his uh, oh, yeah. documentary that he uh, just tastefully narrated, uh, NYC voice. Point Guards. And so I watched that, and then when um, you hit me up and said, "Yo, we hooping," I was like, like, "Yes, I'm in the zone." Like, all right, yes, bet. let's go hoop. Yeah, man. And you that was shoot- a- you were shooting from downtown too. I'm more of like a mid-range kind of guy. I realize yeah, that's my jump shot, my mechanics are off, as my friends they said. Yeah. Like I think like one of the homies said that we was hooping with was saying like how like you just got to watch one of your favorite players and just yeah. like emulate that jump shot oh, and gotta, go from there. Just gotta watch you, Ken, because you're my favorite player. 
Get the fuck out of here. But uh, yeah, no, nah, man, that was dope. Oh, yeah, that documentary, the NYC Point Guys, that was really It was just dope. about a documentary about Point Guys from NYC? Yes. Okay. But it was really dope. Just like the music they incorporated in it. Uh, Joe Kenneth's like narration yeah. was like. He's got a great voice, man. Fire, man. He's got a very great voice. That was really good. Um, Yo, what you been up to lately in terms of like, have you been competent anything lately? Any new music you've been oh, listening to? Oh, I got some cowboy boots the other day. Yes, talk about it. Please. Oh, bro, so I'm going to, so I'm going to Nashville in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and like you know nashville is a big like country music scene so of course all the homies were like the honky get, the honky tonk the honky tonk for sure and all the homies were like we're gonna get cowboy boots and like rancher mm-hmm. wrangler dress jeans have mm-hmm. you seen those yes i got a pair they're in the mail Ooh. um so we're gonna go there and we're gonna wear these wear these boots and it's funny because i'm i'm 100 sure that no one is gonna be wearing cowboy boots right. when we go to tennessee i'm 100 I'm 100% sure um, that that's not going to happen. So me and all my friends, were going to go and probably like piss off the locals and look like complete idiots in these cowboy boots. But it's funny because, you know, I bought them as like an ironic cop, but like they're actually fly as hell. And like, I'm actually going to wear them. Like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm really going to wear them. Nah, and they look dope. Like, yeah, like this because they have like cowboys have like that, that the that embroidery kind of like on the toe. Like they got like it's like the arrow on the toe. Like they look sick, dude. I saw my man's wear them. He got his before I got mine, and I was just like, "Yeah, you know, damn, this is this actually is the look." So, <laughs> so nah, man, those are really clean. And I think for myself, I've never really, I've had like a. This was when they, it was like a thing. A Chelsea, Chelsea boots. No, Chelsea boots are still a thing, dog. Really? I think so. Uh-huh. I mean, you gotta get you gotta get the right one. Yeah, you definitely gotta get the right you, one. I, you can still rock a, rock a Chelsea boot. Hmm. I think more so like when, uh, even though like. I plan. I don't plan on really copping a lot for real. Like when it comes to the fall, winter, I yeah, definitely no, want to get a nice like boot at some point. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's why I'm glad I I got them because and like they they were used, but they're still mm-hmm. in pretty good condition. And um, yeah, man, I think it's gonna be explosive for the summer. But they're not comfortable like at all. That's the only thing. Really, they're not comfortable because they have like that thick ass heel. I'm like six foot. Finally, finally, <laughs> I'm finally six feet tall in those goddamn yeah. boots. So what's your play when it comes to Nashville? Like when you walk in, like walk to Nashville. Oh, damn, not walk to Nashville. Uh, yeah, when you actually, <laughs> when you actually arrive in Nashville, like what's the play? Like how, how are y'all operating? Bro, I don't even know. I'm, I'm not the planner. I'm just the, mm. so my buddy Nathan is the planner and he just does everything and, and I just pay him the money and, and, He's like, oh, one thing that I know that we are doing is there's only so there are three things confirmed and all of them involve drinking alcohol. That's all we've got, like concrete mm-hmm. plans. One of them is we're going to be on like a tractor that's just going to pull us through oh, Nashville and it's just like 40 bucks and you just drink as much as you want. No, that's fire. Damn. No, it's probably not going to be fire. It's <laughs> be like really bad alcohol. Probably going to be like really, really not. Damn. Not, uh, not attractive. So not attractive. Damn. Yeah. Well, hey, I wish you the best on the trip. Uh, safe travels. Hey. And, uh, get fucked up. <laughs> I don't got to drive nowhere. Yeah, hey. So. You know what I'm saying? Don't drink and drive, don't ladies and gentlemen. Don't, don't drink and drive. Um, yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, those boots were hard. Thank um, you. Any new music you've been tapping into lately? Uh, I've made a, I made a playlist. Really? It's nine hours long. Jesus. And it's just something that I can just get to the crib cut the speaker on play it and not even have to think about music anymore and you know what's the funny thing i remember you sent me a playlist you made this was bad they're fire i've Yo. got good music taste i remember i listened to everything it was a good i think it was like a good two weeks i was listening to nothing but that playlist for real yeah well, you never told me that because like it had a great selection of just like great choices yeah. and like thank you Thank yeah, you. like you had Kid Cudi up there, you had your Michael Jackson up there. Oh, yeah, like, I love Michael Jackson. It was a great variety, man. Yeah, man, you. It's, that's all it is. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta. I must start DJing. Hey, man, that's my dream too. That's my dream. Yeah, too. maybe be like on back some like go back yeah, to back. Yeah, on some back to back vibes. Like, Shit, you know what bro. I mean? Yeah, let's do it. Just Marlboro Light in the back. Fucking, oh, it's my turn. I light the cigarette. Fucking finger on that button. Finger on the button. Yeah, we, I want to go to European clubs. Bro, we, um, 
Well, yeah, we're going to Europe next year. Yeah. That's well, it's set in stone. Like I'm getting the passport. Yeah, you gotta get your passport before the end of this year, on. and then before the end of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably say maybe around Mayish, maybe. Okay, let's slow down. I got let's slow down. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, we obviously plan it out, but yeah, maybe maybe like my birthday. Where's your birthday? Where's the birthday again? 7th. We can pop around Europe for like a week. July would be nice. Yeah. That yeah, that, yeah, actually, yeah. Fly into the UK, and then we take the, the UK, chun- bruv. Then we take the channel to Portugal. Oh, that would be lovely. Take, fam. Another, take the train. That would be lovely, Bas- bruv. Basque country. Fork, fam. And then like. we go to. Hey. It's going to be mad, fam. Like, this is a big European centric episode because our guest that we're about to have on is based in Europe and. To see and what he's talking about to start talking about is yeah the uni uni bro uni bro <laughs> yes bro no but uh yeah stay tuned for our guest he's coming up right about now no Welcome, guys. You are now listening to the Van Ultra Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Kirk. And I'm Elijah Evans. And yo, man, we're back. Back better than ever, as I would say. Um, this is episode 28, you feel me? Um, and yo, we have a great guest for you guys today, man. This is a guy who I came across later yeah. after the fact of coming across his brand. Right. Um, I came across it last summer, actually, and because there was this lace shirt that I just like... Yeah. First glance, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, like, yeah. it's so cool. And been following the brand ever since. I just love the curation of not only the pieces, but the way you guys present your pieces and your yeah. collections. It's very flawless. It's very well put together. And yeah, man, it's, it's so great. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah, he's, he's. It's and they've been featured on GQ as well. Oh, I just yeah. had to we'll, throw that we'll, in there. We'll talk about I had it. to throw that in there. But we'll, I mean? we'll, we'll let our guests uh, introduce themselves. Yeah, man. Yes, boys. Thank you very much for having me on. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Um, sorry about that wind. Um, uh, yeah. So I'm I'm Ben Sony, um, co-founder of uh, Money Monte Carlo, um, based over here in Monaco. Um, been going for a few years now. I appreciate the kind words on the shirt. Um, you guys are both both customers, right? Yes, yes. yes. Which yeah. we love to see. Love yeah. to see it. So it's uh, um, I I got the evening shirt in the in the forest and it's a beautiful shirt, but where we are right now, it's it's like hot as death. So I haven't been able to. Yeah. Been, I thought it was gonna be a little bit like thinner. So when I got it, and I was like, oh, this is, this is knit. So I gotta I gotta wait a little bit. Wait yeah, for the save right that evening. one. Yeah. Save that one. Um. Yeah. No. Thank you both for supporting. I have to say that as well. Um. You know, it's uh, it's crazy to see how many. You know, for me, a few years ago when we started this whole thing just kind of had our friends buying it and we were just like you know kind of freestyling it and and we thought that this would be it and then you know to have so many people around the world buying it and then seeing it and and kind of now it's got to the point where um you know we're nowhere near where we want to be but you know we i'm getting pictures of people spotted in it um like going to beach clubs seeing people in it um getting people come up to me and be like oh that's from money and i'm just like then you tell the story they're just like what and it's uh um, it's happened to me a few times and it's it's the craziest thing. Um yeah. and it's insane. Uh it's it's so nice meeting so many people through this as well. Um and just you know, like you guys, just having kind words spoken about the stuff that you're you're doing and, and the stuff that you're getting out of your head and putting into fabric and stuff. It's cool. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll circle back to money, of course, but 
first we want to talk about um just kind of like your upbringing where you grew up yeah um so you I, following you on instagram i can't really tell because you're always bouncing around europe so where did you grow <laughs> up um i was born in the uk so i'm half english half indian uh, my dad's from india okay um so i was born in manchester and then at the age of five moved over here to monaco um so obviously didn't really have much of a say in that five years old right. um I'm very grateful that that happened. Grew up over here until about 13, 14. Um, and then, you know, the, the schooling wasn't great um, over here. So moved back to the UK, finished my school there, um, did uni over there, and then moved, pretty much moved straight back here. So you did uni, college, so yeah. uni, bro. Yeah, no, we're, we're big top boy fans. So, you know, they're always talking about you. <laughs> um, so, Obviously, so being from Manchester, I'm sure like your blood runs through and through Man U all day. Don't even. Can we finish this now? I don't <laughs> want to talk about United. I'm a Liverpool fan. Oh, oh, oh wow. Yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I should have put I, that in the notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't watch soccer, but I know mm-hmm. that I don't watch football, but I know that like it's not a game. It's yeah, not a game like Man United, that. Liverpool. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do would, a whole another episode on that. Right, for sure. So then you moved to Monaco, and I just said you were five, right? Yep. So, so over here, um, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, no, um, I was just gonna say, like, uh, my dad's job. He moved over here, so um, you know, that's that kind of well changed everything. And uh, then you know, I was very much ingrained into the culture here. Like, you know, joined a French football team, learned French, um, and then since then, I've been bouncing back and forth between like UK and here. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously it's like super close like two hour flight so right. um, that's that's basically what it is now as well still yeah. like every week every two weeks I'm kind of back and forth between right. the two um, which is cool I enjoy it a lot yeah that sounds like you know I wish yeah. it's like two hour flight is like where is that from here? It's like New York I yeah guess. like for us that's New York, New York like, maybe yeah. like Florida's <laughs> away. yeah yeah that's yeah but it's it's crazy yeah but um so obviously growing up in Monaco, we got to talk about it. We've talked about a little about it on Instagram. So like F1 is part of your life. It's part Ooh. of your, like your everyday, like, yeah. Ooh. So who's firstly, who's your squad? Who's your team? Are you a Ferrari boy? You a, you a Mercedes boy? Um, you know, last season I was kind of, I was kind of here for the drama. Um, don't really like how it ended because it's a bit like, don't know if it leaves a bit of a sour taste. Right. Um, now I think I have to support the local boy, Shal. Yeah, um, that's Ferrari. my guy. That's my guy. Um, Pure class. Have to support Pure him. Pure class, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's getting he's not getting messed over at the moment. It's yeah, not he's great not, to see. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's like he's he went, he's like in the pole almost every race. And then it's like yeah, I feel for last him. 15 laps, he just fucks up. He gets too like he wants it too bad, dude. Yeah. And then Verstappen just has to keep up. He just has to keep up. That's all he has to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The, so that's the, the finish. Off. Right. But um, so I guess like growing up there, so is it like is race day like a holiday? Like, are schools out? Or it's um, it's crazy. It's it's really sweet because the whole, I mean, I say the whole city slash country. Like, it's it's tiny anyway. So, mm. but it's just full of people. Like, everybody comes in probably like over a period of like a week. Um, the whole place is is full of people. Like the streets, balconies, everything. Race day is is like bigger than any kind of national festival not that we have any big ones um, but it's insane like when you when you kind of are on the ground and you see every single balcony full of people um flags everywhere everyone's going crazy obviously if the weather's nice it helps a lot um Mm. which we didn't really get this year it started like throwing it down with rain um literally as the race started um but yeah it's it goes crazy it goes absolutely crazy the whole place which is very chaotic because i mean they start building the track like two months before right um there's a few other races they have like the historic they have the, the formula e as well so mm-hmm. the whole place is just chaos like to drive around to walk around everything's right. closed um but yeah dude i want to get into formula e so bad but i just yeah. like it's that fucking it's sound, coming up man. it's coming up it's coming up and is there's it? a lot of boys around here I have to shout out mitch mitch evans uh smashed it today actually um came in came in first so oh, tough. like yeah, it's it's definitely coming up, and you're seeing like a lot of movement between Formula E, Formula One. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of the like reserve drivers are bouncing between the two, and I know it's awesome. I like it a lot. Yeah, I'd, speaking of like drivers bouncing around, Roman Grosjean, he was like, "Yeah, fuck everyone," and he's I think he's an IndyCar driver now. 
Oh, shit. yeah. I think it was it was two of them. I think mm. didn't Robert yeah, well, maybe Alon- Robert Kubica? Alonso dipped for a bit. Alonso oh yeah, for a bit, didn't he? A few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then just started to come back. Easy, yeah. simple. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um. So you know, growing up in Monaco, it's like obviously a very like, it's a very exclusive kind of like waspy like not many people go vacation there so like growing up there and then like going like going back to new like new york and like how does it compare like that's because i've always wondered that it's like kind of it's kind of like a big city but it's also very like minute and small and small scale it's um it's kind of like a bubble it really is a bubble even like not really just in the world but like just here in the south of france um obviously it feels like you're like you're in a city when you're walking around it's super built up there's like no space anywhere there's no like green space really um but it's like it's like a mile wide so you know like in the morning if we go for a run you literally are doing a tour of the whole country right um, wow. which doesn't really make sense but it, it's a tiny place um it's it's hard to like explain what it's what it's really like compared to what i imagine the perception is like because obviously if you say monaco people are like yeah f1 yachts the grand prix yeah like money casino um which like it maybe sounds cliche to say but it's it's obviously every day is not really like that right. um most of the people who are there are, are are like working um you know i guess like a lot of finance a lot of yachting still but um mm. obviously the summer is when it like really turns on um right. and you see people just doing ridiculous things um which are sometimes offensive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> offensively big things, especially like Grand Prix weekend, um, right. all of that stuff. But yeah, it's, it's honestly is, it's a very, very weird, unique place. Growing up here, I guess I wasn't really in tune to like what it was like mm. moving there at five years old. You don't really understand any of that stuff. Right. Um, it's just your life. Yeah. But it like, you, I mean, I'm, you're also not really inside oh, right. like any of the kind of, the flashy luxury stuff that's like going on and you don't really think about that like you know right. i wake up like go to school play football go to sleep um you know yeah. that's pretty much what happens when you when you're that young so it's you know when you like i grew up there and then i left and then you kind of still don't really understand what it is and then when i went to uk i was like yeah i came from monaco people would be like oh my god monaco and you're just like what like, i don't understand like why yeah. do people why is that shocking to people? Um, and then obviously you get older, you understand a bit more like the perception and and what people think about it and stuff. Um, and, you know, a lot of the time I, I tell people like, yeah, it's obviously it's awesome. It's a great place to be like the whole, the whole of the South of France is, and uh, like we'll get, we'll get onto Monet soon, but you know, Monet kind of pulls references and inspiration from, from the whole of the South of France, not just Monaco. So I think that's important. Um, but yeah, sorry gone off on a tangent there no um, you're good no, you're that's good. what we want yeah yeah it's um yeah no it, it i started kind of realizing you know what it actually meant to people um and hopefully you know through through the brand and through the clothing we're trying to show like the real picture you know not just um i mean i'm sat here wearing it like a grand prix shirt but like not everything is about the f1 not everything is a casino or a yacht or like money and stuff mm-hmm. like that you know there's there's so much cool stuff to it um and so much cool history um it's it's yeah. changed a lot even since like I moved here in like 2000. So it's changed a lot since then as well, a lot. Right. Um, and it's, it's cool to see. It's also like, you know, where does this end? Um, mm-hmm. They're like, in terms of like space, there's no space. So they, like, they build out into this, into the sea. Right. Um, and it's just like, it's becoming like more and more and more and more. And it's like, you know, where does this, where does this end? Um, right. So, yeah, I mean. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, dude, Monaco is definitely my, it's like uh it's my kind of my kind of spot um i'm not the kind of guy no i haven't even been to europe yet dude i don't have you yeah we haven't been to europe yet no maybe uh we'll talk we'll talk about we're gonna get out there for sure yeah we'll set something up next year yeah yeah but um yeah no that's my kind of spot just somewhere you go chill on the beach relax yeah get some good food how's the eating how's the dining out there oh yeah that's great question amazing i mean huge huge um italian influence mm-hmm. um and monaco is essentially like half french half italian like right. on real terms i would say um this i mean it's a super interesting story like if you actually want to read up on it it's been like monaco has been owned by the french by the by italians by germans right. um it's had it's had there's so much uh history there mm-hmm. and it's like built on a rock so it was like um like a huge asset during all the wars and stuff so um obviously it's on the sea like right you know, transport port everything so um the food is 
is very, very good. We're also like 20 minutes from the Italian border. So right. you know, a lot Just of people pop over. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like the most ridiculous thing. To say, yeah, like, no, but, going... but that's but it's like that's how Europe is. Yeah. Like you're like you're yeah. saying like two hour flight from like the UK to France. Like, yeah, that's just that's that's, that's how it is. You can drive there. Like there's a dude yeah, on yeah. YouTube. I follow his name is Shmi. He's like a car collector okay. and he'll, he'll get on the tube mm-hmm. and get in his Ford GT and like drive from the UK to Germany mm-hmm. and like go on the Autobahn and just like <laughs> like and then he'll like go to the Nürburgring for like a day or two yeah. and then drive back and then get on the tunnel and then it's, he's done. Like must be crazy it. for you guys to, to comprehend that. Like obviously yeah. the US is so big comparatively. Yeah, it's huge. Like yeah. I'm going to Tennessee in a couple in a couple weeks and that's like a two hour flight. And oh, yeah. um but yeah everywhere else is like eight, nine, yeah. ten hours and it's like yeah <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah but... <laughs> yeah I mean the thing over here is like you know two hour flight from from here from France or from Nice for example the airport is like you could probably reach like you know 10 15 countries yeah. in two hours like it's uh literally is that close and like think about how many different cultures there are yeah, you know, yeah. like that's everything. that's the thing you hop on the plane or you drive for like an hour and a half you're in a whole other country with a whole other language dude <laughs> this shit's insane that's crazy. Um, um so yeah i um so i kind of want to take it back to when you were younger right when did you necessarily have a love for like fashion or wanting to like, just like style yourself like did you incorporate that from your like parents or family or someone someone in your family or was it kind of like something you learned yourself um so my dad has always been in like apparel um kind of more like sportswear stuff um mm, okay. he started uh started a business with his uh with his brother's like family business very indian um uh started like making apparel for so they started making their own apparel they were doing um like football teams they were making kits for football teams um he ended up with like 10 football teams in the the northwest the uk um and then kind of transitioned kind of more into into brands into distribution um had their own thing going on there and then you know he's like he's he's still doing that to this day so i guess i've always been surrounded by apparel whether it's whether it's like sportswear whether it's like you know denim whether it's you know whatever um and always been surrounded by brands so i guess like the whole branding mm-hmm. thing has always been something that i'm i like pick up on um and you know when that's your whole business and you're you know selling brands and stuff you you realize the importance of like what is a good brand what's high what's low um mm-hmm. and and i would guess that is ingrained in me somehow like you know i didn't really do anything luckily to have to um like put much effort into kind of understanding it i guess like he was teaching me all along mm-hmm. um and I guess like growing up, I mean, at like age 14, 15, he, he had me on like Excel spreadsheets, like do this for me, do this, do this. Um, mm-hmm. And then like I was, you know, taking like years out after school, I would go and like work with him. And uh, and basically, I guess that's how I kind of was always into it. Uh, I remember at school, like always used to look at like the, the kids in like grade 12. I went to an international school here mm-hmm. um, when I was in like grade six and like they'd be like coloring in their jeans and i'll be like that's so cool and i was like super into obviously like quicksilver um tony hawk when he had that brand um mm. like element that was that was the stuff yeah. at the time really um, that's yeah huh <laughs> that's interesting is in monaco it's element quick i know quicksilver Back does in the have day, yeah everyone was skating there, yeah they? Like, yeah quicksilver you know. did have a big european office uh i think back then so that, oh, that wow. makes sense but that's interesting. Yeah. Maybe those yeah. were just the cool kids in my school. I don't know. Yeah. I remember like I remember looking up to them and seeing what they were doing. And you know, remember when everyone had those like vans, like checkerboards and like culling them in like different mm-hmm. colors or the yeah. white squares. Um, and you'd have like like the jeans, your jeans, like the back of your jeans um on the cuff would be so ripped up because yeah. you're just like treading them everywhere. Like those are the weird random pictures that I have in my head of of kind of being in school and like seeing people like queuing to get their lunch and be like, Yeah, that's so cool. Like I don't really understand what he's doing or what the fashion is but i just know that he's cool so i like it Damn. um hearing you say that really like you just talked about it but like monaco is like a regular place because that's exactly what they're wearing in the states and of course it is. that's 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 interesting i'd rather be in monaco but facts, <laughs> no, facts, but that's interesting think of the influences i mean everybody's watching the same like tv right. shows everyone's seeing the same stuff like you know America is a huge influence on Europe anyway, and the mm-hmm. other way around, I guess. Right. Um, but obviously at that period of time, 
that was what was in. <laughs> yeah. No, that was um, that's a good yeah. look. Yeah. yeah, that's a good look. The fat ass like DC shoes with the yeah, with the, yeah. the frayed him at the back and the, the thick joints and yeah. the tight. Oh, oh hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! I definitely ran my pair up for sure. So, so I definitely want to transition to your brand. Um, you know, man, when and what gave you the initial idea to want to start, um, your brand? I think I mean it has to be said like everybody who cares about fashion and style and stuff kind of always dreams to have their own brand right so i feel like there was a huge wave probably when i was in school like 16 17 18 where everybody was making like a tea brand and you know some of them made it most like 99 didn't um i was around the time when like i was over like in manchester chester when when represent started and i remember like we, we were like going to parties and they were like they had a bunch of teas um oh yeah, and just like represent. just like okay. flipping teas out the cars and stuff so that was like it was cool to see like they're obviously mm. huge now it was cool to see like the different steps that they've gone through and like the i feel like the the style and the direction has changed so many times um but i guess that over here we kind of deep that like there's not really a creative scene and i was telling you like monaco is so small everybody in kind of the same age group knows each other knows what everybody's doing and there was just not really any like creatives here or nobody was doing anything cool like it was very very like business focused but in a different sense like you know people were like going full-on into finance people were like oh, i want to be a yacht broker all this type of stuff and nobody was really you know maybe there's not really any direct link from like the the inspiration around here to or maybe there's just not been the right person to come along and be like okay listen i'm gonna make a brand it's gonna be based in monaco you know it's gonna be the branding is going to be tied to monaco to an extent but you know we're going to explore all of like the whole of the south of france i mean obviously you have like jacques Mousse, um you know mm. down the road in marseille mm. um and there's a bunch of different brands now who, who are all coming up with with the same inspiration i feel like the south of france is a huge mood board for so many people now um mm. which is which is so cool to see um but you know back to the main point nobody was really doing anything around here and i think we just kind of saw that this has potential and it's a cool story. And, you know, if we can tie that in and, and bring in the story of this whole area through fashion, that would be, that would be amazing. So just kind of, we went into it kind of slowly. We're all just like, you know, everybody starts with like caps, tees, whatever. Um, I was still a uni at the time as well. So over in the UK, so it was obviously tough to like bounce back and forth. Um, we made a few caps at the beginning, literally like a logo cap, which, you know, everybody does it but it's like the dumbest thing you can do because the brand is just nothing yet so yeah, like yeah. why is somebody buying a black cap with your logo on it when it's nothing so right. obviously we did that um sold it to all our friends like i said um and then somehow uh we managed to get a cap to uh to tom holland the actor oh and he hell wore yeah. it like that's my no, that's was... my no, no 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 that's my arch nemesis bro what? oh that's really my ar- yes bro why story time yes yeah, nah not even story jesus Zen, she got my shorty right now. Bro. Oh, Zendaya. And I'm not. I'm not. Oh, yeah, me and Tom, we at odds right now. You feel me? Like, hey, don't worry. When the pod blows up, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm coming. I'm coming for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Yeah, you got, you got no, one of Tom know. Holland, Spider Man, the guy. Yeah, you yeah. couldn't hold that one in. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. So he he uh, went on like a press tour. I think I can't remember which Avengers movie it was, but like went to Japan and for somehow I knew he had the cap because like we'd got it to him. Um, but then when he wore it, like in all the press pictures, I was like, what is happening? And you can yeah. imagine just like the fan accounts that he has. Um, yeah. And it, like, it just, like it didn't go viral, but it was like everywhere we were being tagged in like the most ridiculous things. We were getting followed by accounts like Tom Holland's left foot. And I was like, what is, <laughs> like, what's yeah, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that just kind of like, like we obviously just like sold all of our caps immediately. And we were like, oh, like we can actually sell stuff. Um mm-hmm. And then we were in kind of a weird place, like how do we transition out of being like a Tom Holland fan account brand um, right. when we were just nothing? We were we were yeah. we were nothing. So that was like the the priority priority for a bit. Um, but that's that's like the main startup story, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the the idea that we had, and that's how it started. Like the first like the first year, basically, when mm-hmm. we we're still at uni, like not really knowing what we're doing. Just like, should we do this? Should we not? Like whatever. Yeah. Um, and then like a few years later, we, we like finished uni and everything. And we were like, okay, like, you know, let's, let's, let's go, go into time. this properly yeah. now. Let's, yeah, let's do this yeah. properly. Um, then we like came up with 
with the idea of the first shirt. Um, we did a few tees before that, which were kind of like pretty basic, like some okay graphics on them. Um, I feel like everybody looks back and it's just like, like, that's okay. Like, yeah. you know, when you move on, you're just like, yeah, like at the time you think it's the best thing ever. And then you look back, mm, it's okay. Right. Um, we came up with the first shirt and then uh, we, I think we just made a sample and we started um, like, it, we got a few people like sharing it on Instagram and, and so many people were like, so many people were just at us saying like, what is this shirt? How can I get one? And we were like, oh shit. Like we, like we don't even have a production plan or anything. We right. were like, okay, people want this shirt. We have to make it. Um, so we made it. I was doing all the production myself at that point, And I was like, you know, calling factories, just like, Hey, um, I want to make a shirt. And they would come at me with like a bunch of questions and I'd be like, yeah, I don't know what any of that means. Um, yeah. so that was a huge learning curve. And I think that we probably spent like you know, the best part of two years figuring out how this all works and like teaching ourselves, like, you know, mm. teaching myself illustrator, which, um, it's I'm still horrible at, by the yeah, way, it's a bitch, um, dude just just how it all works and kind of picking up on stuff like like getting myself about going to like trade shows going to fashion weeks like speaking to people um and i think that's that's like so underrated um just like just like asking questions just being that guy who's like just wants to learn and not being the guy who's like i know everything mm -hmm. um so that was huge huge learning curve um you know still obviously nowhere near where i'd like to be but right learned but enough to manage to get to this point but, you know, you were saying earlier how your father was in, um, he was in the industry. So I'm sure like he was a great resource to like, be like, and you like, like you were saying, like you would take some time off from school and like do stuff for him. So I'm sure like you, your learning curve, I'm sure was definitely still a learning curve, but I'm sure you still have like some really good, like fundamental mm, kind of like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, and a lot of it was probably like understanding that I took for granted, maybe just because like, I've been hearing all these like words and. And, and terms all the time production wise definitely like had a huge help in terms of like understanding but you know the because it was like very very like sportswear what he does sports focused right. it was also right, right. like you know not the same at all yeah, when yeah. he was when he was doing his own production was like you know 20 25 years ago stuff's changed since then factories he used are like no longer there um it was all made in uk back then like we were Whoa. looking at like yeah. portugal italy um these types of things so you know it it helped definitely like understanding wise but then you know when it came down to like oh like do you have a factory for me it was like yeah no chance so mm, yeah there was still like a lot of stuff for us to, oh, to find sure. and it's like the first step right to to making clothing you have to find a factory who one what? is good two likes you three will do like what you tell them to do and kind of connect the dots where you're or missing you're stuff right. mm -hmm. um which was like a huge huge challenge it's like one of the biggest challenges i think for actually you, know, you start a brand you make a logo you have some kind of branding people want your stuff and then you're like oh, okay i have to, actually have to make this yeah. now um you know, it's a whole new level i feel like creating the brand and that's the easy part all that stuff is the easy part then it's like once you once people like see it and they're like yeah i want this and you're just like damn okay i i guess i gotta like do this for real now i guess i have to yeah. find a factory and like actually yeah. you know make these calls which is a daunting task like that has to be like a mm like calling up a factory like hey like i need this to be made and just like I, it's just I a minefield yeah it's like where do you start like you google factory like it's yeah. um <laughs> yeah it's, it's a total minefield and you know you learn so much from like making mistakes and just like you know speaking to people them saying a lot of stuff to you that you just have no idea what they're talking about it doesn't help that you know i'm in portugal for example and the like the lady at the factory doesn't even speak English very well. So it's right. just like so much is lost in translation um, and a language point, but then also a technical point. So yeah, that was a huge, huge challenge for us. Um, but yeah, that's, that's essentially the, the like story. the beginning of the story. Yeah. yeah. The origin uh -huh. story. Yeah. Now I definitely have a, a question. So when it comes to your, the individual pieces under the brand, where do you find inspiration to create some of these pieces, whether it be the evening knit mm -hmm. shirt that my great co-host had left me <laughs> or uh, like the yeah. chemise, like the lace shirt, like where do you find inspiration to create these pieces, these certain pieces? Um, so the kind of more like, I would say toned down pieces compared to like, obviously we started with these like crazy shirts. So you obviously see the inspiration um, from like the vintage posters. A huge source of our inspiration is like, obviously like the Alain Delon era, um, all of like, you know, Slim Aaron's stuff he shot around here is insane. Helmut Newton, all of that stuff is um, 
like it's it's insane and like i could you know just there's actually um um like an ex exhibition going on at the moment no oh, wow. um helmet newton which is awesome um you know the whole the whole of that era is like the fits are crazy and it's the stuff that you see you know on every single mood board now yeah. um but for us i don't know it feels like because we're actually close to it and like these are these are the actual like roots of this area mm-hmm. um you know there's this like deep, much deeper levels um that you can go into um and like you know we'll spend hours on like crazy mood boards and then you come out with something so simple as like the evening net like right. i'm not trying to say that this is a mad complex piece but we just made it and we were like you know this in our heads which nobody really sees you just see like a, a green shirt right right you've gone through so many different steps and it's like changed so many times in the process and then you end up with something that's so simple but it's like i kind of when we first released that i was like i don't know if people are gonna like like i don't know if there's enough here and then mm. People just went crazy for it. And yeah, no, I didn't really dude, understand why. It's, because dude, it's, it's so it's simple. Great. No, dude. Yeah. It's, and the thing is, it's like, um, so like I, I started taking my health seriously and I'm kind of like trying to lose weight. And that shirt is like, it's a little crop. So like, if I like lift up, like I, I got to get cut, dude. Because that's, <laughs> that, that's I, it's like all the pieces, like, you know, I can, they feel like Monica. Like it feels like mm. that evening shirt when I put it on, even though I'm just going to go to like, the bullshit clubs that we have here it's like <laughs> i'm gonna like feel like damn like i feel like i'm hopping off the yacht cigar in hand mm-hmm. i'm gonna go you know like you know waterside to this restaurant yeah you know get this clam spaghetti and you know where i'm just gonna <laughs> bull with the homies that's what it feels like and like that's like, exactly what we wanted to do yeah. but then put it into a piece that anybody can see themselves in yeah. And, yeah you know that's why we were like okay we have to do more colors what if somebody doesn't like blue like we started with a navy one like mm-hmm. if you don't wear blue then you're not gonna buy it all right like let's let's look at the color palettes so right it, that one really shocked me because i was we were going from these shirts into like a way simpler piece yeah. into knit mm-hmm. like it was our first trial um and then thankfully it worked um you know and we did a few more colors of those we'll definitely do more colors um i've got a beautiful like baby blue yeah i was about to ask you that baby blue is crazy <laughs> that's 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 the one that's the one i need yeah. that one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's like because we dropped it like in winter, obviously we we're going from these to, to knit. So we were like, okay, this is, you know, a nice introduction to, to kind of winter stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like just a point on winter, I mean, the South of France and like the Côte d'Azur and the Riviera was, became famous from like, like winter tourism, which is uh, like, you know, a crazy story that we like to tell. And that's why we're like, okay, it's not just a summer brand. Like this place became this place or became famous from the winter. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Americans would come through here in the winter um, right. to holiday in winter um obviously we're also like two hours from like mountains so you can like ski like mm-hmm. in two hours you can be from like ski slopes to like the beach which is right. uh, is unique as well so we really do get all seasons here which is why we you know wanted to explore knit options um mm-hmm. and and we luckily found like an awesome knit guy who's um you know now we're the plan is like obviously we'll discuss this in a bit but the plan is to to kind of do way more like technical or complex um like knit uh, experiments mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. which is super exciting so yeah i mean you you have that and then you have like the lace um and like the lace shirt for me is such a good piece from like a just like a wearability yeah um point of view like you, you're gonna wear it it's like a white shirt technically yeah. and then like obviously the pattern is ridiculous when i saw that pattern i was like there were like five oh. options i was like yeah that one that's right the there. one yeah we have to do that one and like at a point you know we were like okay is it too much like is are people just going to be like okay no we want just like a simple lace one i mean like everybody's doing lace now like we didn't right. invent, invent the lace shirt at all um and it's cool to see so many different patterns because like you know these these fabric guys over in portugal or wherever else right. people make them must be just like they've hit the lottery you know um but yeah so, so as soon as i saw that like kind of laurel design i was like yeah we have to do that one and congratulations on the chino the chino is beautiful as well i know that's Mm. one of your more recent pieces right the pleated pant yeah this was our our first take on the trouser um obviously the the goal from day one was to make like a full money fit right you have to Mm. you have to do the whole outfit so pants are hard though dude great color pants are very hard yeah thank you thank you very much um yeah it was very hard and we this this was a point where we you know had to do a huge deep dive into like the archives the references um all the inspiration um and we were like you know what does 
this look like and how could we bring back you know like you watch you watch movies from that era and you're like okay but this is insane but if i dress like that now you know you look like an idiot like it just yeah. doesn't work so right. you have to translate that into like today so mm. yeah that's also why we like we took our trouser and i wanted to shoot it in two different ways so we have the kind of you know like the loafer fit in the lookbook and then we did like a separate shoot with like the air maxes and we were like mm. you know this is you can wear this however you want like this is the flexible trouser it's like it's a pleated pant you wear it with a suit if you want or you mm. just like you know go to the store in your air maxes or like meet your grandma for like pasta and then like mm. go to the club with the boys like right yeah mm. wow. and it's funny that you bring up the the lookbook piece of it and how much time is taken into account when like creating these lookbooks or even just like putting everything together for a visual aspect to really like present a collection in a certain way you know what i mean for when it comes to a visual aspect yeah um this year was definitely way easier because we had our own trouser um mm. and i can't tell you how many times like we've shot before we had a trouser and we would get comments like where are the pants from where the yeah. pants from what what pants the model wearing and i'm just like you're not supposed to be looking at the pants look at the shirt right. yeah <laughs> um, so finally we had like a full fit to shoot um in terms of like lookbook in general i think we are definitely blessed to actually like be here and have so much like so many opportunities and and great spots around here that we can shoot with um like on the coast so it's not like we have to do a studio shoot um so the hard part is like you know going through all the options and then you know like whittling it down to like two or three options then looking at like you know is this actually going to work like both of like this this summer shoot and last summer shoot um we had bad weather, like one cloudy day in like 10. And obviously it happens on that day. Right. right. Um, but we're lucky, we're lucky to, um, like our photographer lives just like down the road. Um, Matthias, who we've shot with like two years in a row now, he's actually from Cannes. I mean, he lives in Paris now, but like he's insane. Such a good model. Yeah. Uh, makes the clothes look so much better. Yeah. Um, so like a lot of, definitely like, there's a lot of logistics, especially if we're just like, I, we want to go and shoot like, on the rock somewhere like down by the sea like what if we show up and there's just like two old ladies sunbathing and they're just like no and then like yeah. you know the whole, the whole, the whole yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no but that so, I, I wanted to make a note they um the shoot you did it was june 27th you released it but it's um you're sitting at this table and there's this drone shot and that is the most beautiful thing because the waves are like <laughs> foaming up i just had to throw that in there that was yeah, that was really really good that. and it's like that's that's i i need to be in monica <laughs> so I, I, right seriously no but like one of my one of my goals in life is to I'm, we're gonna I'm, me and kim are gonna go out there we're gonna link i'm gonna yep. meet some beautiful woman in monica she's gonna <laughs> fall in love with me she's gonna want to marry me i'm gonna denounce my american citizenship oh my god and i'm i'm gonna move to monica and i'm never coming back that sounds the podcast will be over hey that sounds like nah, a it doesn't have to be over we have internet no. here as well no nah, it's gotta be over it's gotta be over. I'm done. <laughs> done. No. Yeah. But just a funny story about that, like the drone shot. That was the guy with the drone is was like just a friend of the photographer. And like the morning of the photographer texts me and he's like, Hey, like I might just like bring a friend with me. He's got a drone, like he wants to just get some stuff. He's kind of like starting as a photographer. Um and I was like, Yeah, obviously, like bring him. Like he can just like he did all the like the BTS from that day as well. So mm-hmm. wow. Sick guy. And he's actually the guy who like models in the next shoot with the um, like the Air Maxes and the trousers and the lace. Shirt. Oh like, wow, that's the model. Wow. That's him. Um, and he just like pulled up with a drone, and I was just like, like you know, we that's already in the plan. So just like do you. And then he yeah. showed me afterwards, and it was like, like this Amazing. is insane. Like the colors, yeah. the colors are just insane on that shot. So um, there was a lot of kind of a narrative that we wanted to do. And we wanted to tell a story, and you know, it's it's cool that we could just like find like a cool spot in the sea and just like you know, get a model to stand there and do like a, like front, back and sides look, look. Right. but yeah. you know, I don't know, maybe that's just us. We want to be a bit more like creative with it. Like finding like, like this year's was like the romantic story between the two of them, which you, you can see like obviously more in the videos. Right. Um, but just wanted to make it like a little bit more interesting and, and make it like all these old films that you see with like, you know, Alain Delon and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's uh, they're always like mad love stories. So yeah. that was the idea this year. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. So since starting the brand, like what for you, what is your favorite piece that you've made so thus far? 
my favorite piece honestly i'm gonna say the trousers just because mm, like okay. nine out of ten times i will wear that like no matter what i'm doing i'll mm. wear that like either with loafers or sneakers or whatever or like barefoot i don't know um yeah, yeah. like I, i'm assuming say, more, i'm assuming more colors of that trouser are coming soon yes sir yeah yeah yes sir um we actually shot with um an olive color um Ooh. we have like a blue pinstripe which which like we sampled them all at the same time and we were like okay like this was the hard, one of the hardest choices um and our, our production guy now was like blue pinstripe i was like like everybody had a different choice everybody yeah. was like now nah, this one this one and then you know we were like well we're gonna do them all at some point so yeah yeah we'll just keep um, them locked away yeah no a blue pinstripe that sounds that sounds fine. That does sound fine. A little bit more formal, you know. You can dress yeah. it up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that with the lace. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we gotta get some. We gotta get some. What's up with the suiting? Where's the suiting at? Well, now we need suiting. We gotta run up. No, where's the Monet loafer? We gotta get the. We gotta get. Come on, let's loafer, go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on. What's what's? I'm interested to hear what's your favorite piece, both of you. Ooh. I'm gonna go. So you have shirt. one each. I'm gonna go evening shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the lace. The lace, yeah. like the lace, yeah. when I like literally got it and like just put it on, I was just like. Wow, like although the turtleneck is a close second though, the turtleneck was hard. Ooh, too. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. the turtleneck is hard. Oh, and also I forgot the merino, the short sleeve, the the Joe yes. Jonas joint. The Joe Jonas oh, was yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. 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 Gotta talk oh, about that because Joe Jonas is one of the biggest. Like in my childhood, the Jonas Brothers were so big. So like <laughs> that was sick to see Jonas. Yeah. Brothers, let's see, that um, was insane. That was yeah. insane. Like um, his stylist Sydney Lopez um reached out to us randomly. Was like, hey, can I get pieces for Joe? And I was like, yes, you can yes um yeah. you definitely can um he had the long sleeve marina i think um uh-huh. this was this was just before we did the short sleeves but we did the long sleeve marina like as soon as i felt that fabric i was like this is insane and it wasn't supposed to be like as waffly as it is because mm-hmm. it's like it is like a waffle knit right um like as soon as i saw it i was like okay this is like it feels amazing and and, and that's like the first thing that everybody says when they put it on it's like you know, it feels amazing like you yeah. feels so soft and it's uh it's a bit more of like a delicate piece. Mm-hmm. Have to look after that one. Um, but yeah, like I was, I was gassed when he wore it. Like, yeah, like he's he's dressed very, very well at the moment. So yeah, no, he's it killing cool, it. It's cool for us to fit in there. He's got this new show out right now too. It's like celebrity brother and sister, like celebrity. Um, oh, relatives. one of those. Oh, you, yeah. yeah have you seen anything about that? No. It's probably, it's probably <laughs> lame, but shout out Joe Jonas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Joe Jonas, man. Uh, on the pod, get him on the pod. We yeah, all hey, get them. Hey, that'd be fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, yo, so I gotta ask you, man. Like, how did it feel to be featured on GQ? Yeah. Like, how does that. it feel? And not just once. Let's 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 say I'm that. a proud subscriber. Not just once. Say. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. Speak about it, please. That was that was crazy. That was the first. I remember exactly where I was. I had just woken up. Obviously, like time difference. And mm-hmm. um, I think so. The first feature was um from that Fraser guy, Fraser, the summer man, uh-huh. I don't his name, but um, yeah. the nicest guy. And he, he followed us ages ago. Um, and I remember seeing him and I was like, oh shit, GQ. And like, you know, I was like, that's a great follower. Um, and then he was always just like showing love to pieces. I don't know how he found us because this was like early days when we just had like one shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, always showed love, always like, you know, commented nice things. And then I think we reached out to him just like, hey, do you have because he's like entertainment like can we have a like a fashion press contact that we can like send the lookbook to and stuff um and then he was just like yeah, yeah sure his his like and said it's like young um and then a few days later he just sends us like the article and like he's just <laughs> like he go like that's it and like yeah. i clicked on it i was like i don't understand and then i don't know what number we were but like i know was that the one where we were like on the main um like the main like thumbnail i don't i can't remember yeah um but I was like, oh my, like it's a it's a huge like tick yeah, the box yeah, moment, yeah. right? It's a it's an incredible moment. And we all just like lost our heads. And it was like 6 a.m. We all just like, I was like, oh my God, like I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that sounds and it was crazy. And it's like like the GQ and then the GQ recommends, like the recommends yeah. the recommends is yeah, like, that's I need the... to pick up something. Like that's where people are like looking to buy, right? Yeah, that's um, the one. Yeah. So that was like insane press, insane for sales as well. Um, we got so many new customers from that who are now like super loyal customers who have bought like you know multiple multiple times so mm-hmm. it was a huge a huge moment for us and then you know thankfully like gq always shows love now it's it's awesome and it's so nice to have an actual like like a connect with those guys and and you know we we 
like show them the lookbook we send them pieces um they tell us what they like what they don't like and you know it's it's nice to have somebody who's honest and just like yeah this one's this one's hot like that one's not really me but like this one's insane so you know shout out gq shout out yang um shout out everyone over there yeah shout um, out fraser fraser it. thorpe i think uh, fraser yeah 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 yep. shout out fraser for, for kicking all this off yeah eternally Fresh. grateful shout out yeah, to gq man. Man. shout out to gq yeah i'm a proud subscriber yeah. i do hey I, maybe maybe us uh fashion podcasters might get on there hey one. maybe well know. they yes. have their own fashion Drop they a their own podcast oh they do they do it's they called do. I think, corporate lunch it's sam hine and rachel and all them yeah, also yeah. good also good podcast yeah. that was good yeah, to you guys but yeah um so yeah i me as a runner, right? Like I'm a very avid yes. runner. Yeah. I've, I've noticed I peaked. I put uh, in four this morning. You put in four miles. I put in, this I put in four this morning. Oh yes, oh, give me that. Oh, give me I like that. that. I did six point nine eight this morning. Six point nine eight. Yeah. So I noticed run. miles. Yeah, man. I I save the weekends for my long runs, and then like yes. during the week, this I do like guy. get this. Forget this fucking guy out of here. <laughs> oh no. As I was saying, um, I've noticed how like on your story every now and then or even just on your feed you've posted about. Um, so is that your run club that you've started? Oh, I didn't start it actually. So um, the one in Manchester you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Snappy Runners. Shout out Snappy Runners till it's backwards like those guys. Um, I, I honestly so I uh moved to manchester like got a place in manchester like last year last august um just came across it on instagram um and i was like you know what? i'm just gonna like, i'm just gonna turn up one day see what happens um turned up like nicest guys ever that's that's family now so it's just grown and grown and grown and and shout out charlie who started it he um fashion photographer by the way also get him on the pod later on um yeah he just started it in january i think um and was like you know i want to run my friends want to run let's just see what happens like the branding's on point obviously it's um like the content he takes is is mm-hmm. insane so when i saw that i was like well this looks super pro and it's just like people who just you know join up on this like every saturday is obviously like the the religious one and everybody turns up everyone's here to have a good time some people just come for like the coffee afterwards and everyone's having a good time right. so yeah snappy runners to the moon yeah, we got to we got to start our own run club, dog. Man, you know what? That's so crazy. I've been yeah. thinking, yeah, yeah, we're going to get we that cookie. We're going to get that cookie. All right, but sure. Bet, bet. So, um, as far as like a brand, right? And we see how over the course of the past few years, there's been a lot of brands who love the idea of doing collaborations with other brands as well, um, or artists or designers. Um, do you see yourself in the near so future maybe doing a collaboration with another brand or so? Interesting question. Good question. Um, definitely, like definitely open to it, um, mm-hmm. to the right opportunity. Um, we had, we had like a, like a decent cyclist brand reach out to us recently. Um, oh. I don't know if I can name it or not, but they, they were like, you know, we'd love to do some like, especially off the bike stuff. Um, yeah. Cause I think like that stuff is so, so cool. Um, I'm a big cyclist as well um so i was i was into the brand anyway i was like a customer of their brand and i was like oh like when we got that email i was like whoa um which is also super nice to just know that somebody like you know is, rates yeah. you and is just like wants to do something with you so right. yeah. um that's kind of in the process like you know I wouldn't say too much on it but like mm-hmm. they reached out and we were like okay that's interesting like let's look at it you know it has to be right at the same time you right. have to look at the end product like are their products something that we could put on our website and like it doesn't look weird um right. like you know what's the what's behind the brand like what's right. the like, it's got to be synergy the synergy's got to be there yeah, yeah, it, has yeah. To, it has to like make sense you know um obviously you know it's, it's obvious to everyone that like collabs are just happening for no reason these days um i won't name names and five shots but yeah there are a few brands yeah. who just you're, like, doing you're in gq collabs. now bro you can't be firing yeah. shots <laughs> no <somewhere. laughs> um, man yeah, so it's definitely, definitely like on the table. There's definitely a lot of, a lot of opportunities out there where it does make sense. And like, you know, I think the coolest ones are the ones that take like two totally different cultures, but then you have like this tiny part in the Venn diagram where it like you you come up with something crazy, which we we've, yeah. we've seen. So definitely would love to. Um, let's see what happens. Yeah. 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 That's fine. Now, uh, before we get you out of here, man, I definitely got to ask you these last few questions here. Um, 
you know, when it comes to your brand, um, what are some goals that you would like to achieve before this year is up for sure? I do. I, I want to say I, I'm trying. We got to get Charles and we got to get Charles in it. We do got to get we'll gotta, them. The time will come. The time yeah, will come. We got to get him in. Um, these guys are tied down to mad contracts. I know, um, dude. <laughs> mad contracts with different brands. And, you know, yeah. well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, before the year is up, I would say um, our first outerwear piece, like, you know, taking it to the next level than just like a kind of layering cardigan. Um, mm -hmm. We've got like a really cool idea for like this kind of light jacket. Um, mm, okay. That's definitely something I'd like to do. And kind of going further forward, you know, I'm, I'm keen to just make, like keep piling up the outfit, the money outfit. Um, obviously you start with shirts, then, you know, you make pants and then I want to keep making like the full fit, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of like, if I had to sum up like the brand in a word, in like a sentence, it would be like, you know, we want to make the Monegasque like uniform, the uniform of the Monegasque, mm -hmm. which in a place where so many cultures intertwine and so many people dip in, dip out, um, you know, come live here for a few years, then leave. Like the culture is like a, it's just like a melting pot. And like, mm -hmm. you know, potentially sometimes that's a bad thing because there's not really any like tangible culture there. Um, but in other senses, it's awesome to have so many different influences like coming in and stuff. So what we like the, the overall, the overarching aim of the brand is to, to take like the historical, what was the historical Monegasque and like what are the values and like, what are they, how did they grow up? Like, what are they seeing every day? Like, what are the languages that they're hearing? Like all this stuff. And then put that into like a uniform and like a, mm -hmm. a, like a style, you know, like we're not trying to invent anything. It's just about like assembling this, this Monogast uniform, right. like right. With, with our own pieces. So, um, but yeah, to answer your question in one word, out of where. Sick. Fire. Sick. Fire, man. And now, um do you see yourself in the near future maybe having a monet store at some point you're doing brick and mortar or are we gonna yeah. go strictly so this is like this is something we've been thinking about since since the beginning um we've had the like the, the opportunity to do a few pop-ups over here um which logistically makes everything um a lot easier we did one at the grand prix like a few years ago we've, uh, we've done two grand prix now um we did one like in a hotel here um and I think that like the pop-up structure works so much better in my opinion. Right. Like why would you not just dip between cities, countries all right. over the world, have a store for like two weeks, see how it goes, even a yeah, month, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then go somewhere else. Like mm -hmm. obviously, you know, ideally you would have a store everywhere, but I don't know. I, I personally, I'm one of those guys who doesn't shop that much in stores. Like you'll go in, you'll see it. You have to yeah. feel there's so many like pieces that you have to go and feel right um and see in person you want it like you know you can't see it from like a an e-com shot so but i'm not really i'm not really copying much from stores um these days so I, maybe that's just the way that i think and so I'm, i always think of myself as like the consumer um, right, of course and that's like you know one of the best ways to look at like decisions that you make you're like okay if i was if i saw a brand doing that is that like is that good do i think that do i rate that or not um mm -hmm. So I would love to like, actually when COVID hit, we had plans for a London pop-up and I think that would be our, definitely our first yeah. pop-up. Um, right. We have like, like some good routes there, like a lot of opportunities, some real cool people that we can, you know, get involved and, right. and like make it a real big deal. Um, and essentially what we wanted to do was take like a, a really cool space, like a simple space and then basically make it like, like a beach club theme and like yeah. put like a cabana in the corner, like, fill one corner with sand that type of stuff and like right. like like when you step in you're in the south of france like immediately right um so that that was that was our plan like and then covid hit and to be honest probably a blessing in disguise because you know now we're got more we're time to think about it some more absolutely and, yeah, yeah product offering is way bigger like you know we're, we're in a totally different place now so mm -hmm. definitely definitely london will be the first one i think it has to has to happen yeah. then we have to definitely do a u.s one um oh yeah no for sure you should where would you do it? probably new york or la miami i think well yeah based on <laughs> customers probably like probably new york i think yeah yeah probably new york yeah, yeah. hey wait well, hey, we'll be there yeah we'll be. Believe, i mean we'll, we'll be, be at the london one too we're, I, i'm i'm making it happen dude i'm nah, going hey, to europe we're hey. going to europe no we're going to new york soon. next year yeah, next year soon. it's it's a lot hey it's a lot it's, a lot. it's locked it's up lot. okay now <laughs> ben 
man it was a pleasure having you yeah. on bro like pleasure to be here thank you it was great to get to know you yeah get to know about your story as well as the story behind the brand because well. like i mentioned like mm-hmm. you're always bouncing around europe so i had no idea what i was going to get you know a british accent or a french <laughs> accent it's high i had no idea what, what was going to hey. happen yeah i should have started in french see what happens awful i took french <laughs> in college twice and failed it twice Damn. so i took french three years in high school all i know is bonjour je m'appelle uh et tu that's your ig handle you can't you can't you're fa- ah, god accent. damn it you're right you yeah, yeah, yeah. you're capping <laughs> yeah, yeah but yeah man it was truly Shit. a great pleasure having you on and i know from the both of us we want you we hope you continue to grow continue to have so much success within your brand um and also yourself so yo, it was a pleasure having you on man and thank you once again man thank you thank you guys thank you thank yeah, you so of course. much and, um, before awesome we, chat. of course before we get you out of here where can the people follow you where can the people follow the brand uh plug yourself man yeah, you can get the brand um, at Monet Monte Carlo um, altogether. So that in a very English accent um, to convey <laughs> it well. Um, website, same again, monetmontecarlo.com. Um, me personally, it's Ben Sawney um, on IG. And yeah, that's oh. it. At Snappy Runners as well. Hit that up while you're there. Yeah, hit yeah. it and all your, out. Your, your teams, your squad, like anybody you want to throw out there? Yeah, other people. I'm shouting out, if I have to choose one person, I'm shouting out. Nolan Hayes of Transparent Hotel. Um, don't know if that brand is on your radar, but it should be. Um, the guy, the guy works harder than anyone else. He's trying to learn as much as he can. Like hit hit us up on the brand, like, hey, can we get on the call? Um, and like my like everybody else was like, Who's this guy? Like, why does he want to call? And I was like, I'll take yeah. the call. Right. And now he's friends. I'll see him in two weeks. So there you go. Bet. All yeah, right, I'll give him a follow right as soon as I get out of here. Well, there you have it, folks. This has been the Van Ocha Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Kirk. And I'm Elijah Evans. This has been episode 28. We're signing out, man. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs>